I'm so hungry, I'd eat anything. Hungry? I remember hungry. I used to be like that all the time. What did you do? Snacked on yo magic, bro. Now I have time to hang Finn. Can I have some? There you go, little dude. Yo magic! The snack for survivors. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened deep cover. And you? You're on the Sith List. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 237 of the Sith List. I am your host, Araj Dulit Shahi, and my co-pilots for this evening's shenanigans, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos Buarguayo, the man we call Crunch Crunch, Mr. Les. How's everybody doing? <laughs> I'm just going to ask and, the question. Hey, man, we're good. How, how are you doing? All right, All right. All right good. You look good, Les. I'm lying. King Tom yeah. Chansky, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I wanted Eric to introduce me. Go ahead. Go ahead, Eric. Take over. <laughs> no. No. Sorry. The ship sailed uh, now. I'm totally off my game. Worst episode ever. Yeah. How, how is it that Booze, the only one who got the Struthers, Struthers introduction? I'll, get, I'll, introduction? I'll do it next week. I'll do, I'll do it next week. Don't worry. Ooh. People will hear the Struthers introduction at the, the very mock intro. <laughs> yeah. Eric, how you doing, buddy? Buddy, I'm great, man. We've had snow days galore here. It's freezing cold. And uh, yeah, but other than that, it's been awesome. Awesome. Speaking of awesome, Mr. Randy Lajudache. Tell me I said it right. Yeah, I actually did say it right. Yes. Randy, welcome back. This is like, man. You, you're on multiple times in one month, I think, and you're going to be on multiple times again. We love having you. Thank you for coming back. Yeah, dude. When do I get the check? Um, next week, you will get the 23 cents that I will send you. Yes. Not even worth the postage, Sam. It, no, I won't post it. I'll, <laughs> I'm going to drive it over there. No, not yes. even Walk worth it up the gas. So pumped. I, glad I have to an electric back. car. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, we're glad, you're, we're glad you're back. King Tom, you're doing great? I'm fine. All right. No snow over there or what? Oh, snow, freezing rain, freezing <laughs> temperatures, everything. Oh. Okay, that's nice. I think it was about 70, 70 something degrees. It was seventy. It was seventy. Hot? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was seventy three in Anaheim today. Well, I'm glad everybody's doing well. If you live in the areas that have been snowed in, I, you know, you're probably not even listening to us because you don't have any power. We apologize for that. Not that it was our fault, but for the people that can listen to us, we hope you're doing well. You're, we hope you have gone through this crazy snowstorm. 
the winter vortex, I think they're calling it again or something like that. The some polar shit. vortex. No, that too. It's a sequel for the, for the polar <laughs> vortex. You, Let's just move on. You are raging right now, man. You're <laughs> like straight up. You want to run this thing, dude? Less? No. I, it's <laughs> not. It, be, it's well, not you a criticism, do bro. It's not a criticism, man. Just. It sure <laughs> sounded like it to me. Thank you, Eric. Well, oh, you know. It's, it's like it's like calling somebody an asshole and saying, hey, no, no, <laughs> right. no, no, I didn't mean anything by it. No, no, I'm just saying it's a similar wow. thing. Okay, dude. What? What, did I what are you talking about? Randy, I'm glad you came to the last Sithless episode. He's <laughs> 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 fucking Yoko Ono over here. He's got to open his mouth. Damn. <laughs> who's, who's Yoko? Lester? Well, who do you think? He's right next to you. <laughs> I'm wearing a Wolverine shirt. Oh wow, really? Classic Yoko. The Ballad of Less. Oh god. Oh. Just stop. All right. <laughs> Guys, we are going to move on real quick. You know, we're gonna stream yard, stream yard, we're gonna streamline this episode, and we're just gonna get to the meat. Was that a shameless plug? No, because I have to pay for that. What a shill. Months. Yeah. No, that wasn't a rush. That was a rushing. <laughs> okay. All right. Jeez. Everybody calm down. Check us out at thesithless.net where you can listen to all of our entire catalog. And I swear we don't try to berate each other on all the rest of them. I have no idea. Yeah, we do. Yes, yeah, we, we do. do. Yeah, this whole thing is. That's why fun. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, if we're going to start being nice to each other, I'm out. I know. Right? <laughs> That's lame. You can also check out our YouTube site where we can watch <laughs> Les and I do reaction videos to all kinds of crazy stuff. Mandalorian, WandaVision. Even for the whim, we did the Zack Snyder cut reaction to the trailer. Wim, you're welcome. You can also watch King Tom, Les, and I break down WandaVision stuff. And last week, we had Boo stop by and do a reaction with us. So nice. that was a lot of fun. It's very, always very nice cool. when other members of the Sith list can join us. And yeah, anytime. <laughs> if, you're up, if you're up late, anybody Please, can come by. Please. <laughs> you can also check anybody. out anybody. You can also check out our Pod It Forward page where we have great podcasts. Our friends, Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, Pop Culture Hour, Bad Motivators, of course, Force Toes, Canto Bite, all of these Great podcast. The Geek Dudes, which we're going to get into a Geek Dude subject uh, later on that less inspired earlier today on Twitter. There's like a Twitter controversy because Les was refusing to answer questions. But we're going to get into that in a second. And you can also check out our Tee Public site. Please do so with our friend Chris Hall making some amazing, amazing artwork on shirts for us. So we really appreciate that. But other than that, I think it's time to get into the box office and things that we watched. The Crudes took over this week. $2 million uh, grossing films here. Judas and the Black Messiah, $2 million. They're tied actually for number one. The Little Things, 1.9. Wonder Woman 1984, for some reason, made more money this week, 1.3. The Marksman dropped down to number five, 1.1. I just want to say Tenet, so... Fuck Tenet. That could happen. Anybody watch anything cool this week? Randy, did you watch anything? What are you watching right now? All I've watched this week is WandaVision. Oh, we're going to talk about yeah. that. Uh, yeah. But other than that. Oh, actually, no, I did see uh, the new Dave Chappelle stand up. Oh, I heard that was pretty amazing. The Redemption Song. Right. Right. Yeah. I've heard some great things about that. I can't wait to watch that. That's on Netflix, correct? Uh, it's on uh, YouTube, I think, right now. Oh, okay. Shit. He's doing like okay. 20 minute like drops, of, like small. Oh, uh, gotcha. Like segments. Yeah, I've heard some good stuff. Really good. About that. It was really good. Yeah, they actually got um, Comedy Central to pay him for uh, Dave Chappelle. No and way. Got, and he got the, he got the uh, rights back to the uh, 
the name. Oh shit! He got his show Good back. Like he released a comedy, uh, like a twenty-minute comedy thing, like about a month and a half, two months ago. Pretty much yes. telling people not to watch the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's I the only that. way they were going to listen. I saw that one, and it yeah. actually legitimately worked. Or they felt bad and just wanted to save face. But either way, people that's are in awesome. power over there now. Yeah, it was to, a whole uh, campaign. Do it right. It was, yeah, it was like people tweeting at Netflix and. You know, a whole bunch of just they they hurt they annoyed him enough. These studios, right, man. these studios are listening, man. Let me tell you, it's been happening lately. Those sorts of things are tough, man. Because you know, like there was this whole big to do when Taylor Swift's uh, former record label they own the masters, her recordings, and the the thing is, every you know, her fans are like in this huge uproar, and it's like you don't understand the business. That's what makes the record label valuable. That's why they're a profitable venture and why they were able to sell the record label. If they sold the label who didn't have assets like that, it would be worthless. And mm-hmm. so, y- you know, deals get made like that all the time. It's fairly common, but you know, not allowing the artists to buy that out is what sucks. It's that's what's crappy. But I mean, yeah. you have to expect the studios. That's, that's where their, their long-term money comes from on that. Right. You know, because they, yeah. most of the time they're making an investment and the, they spend a ton of money on stuff that doesn't work out and you just never hear about it. And so this is where they make their bread and butter. But I'm glad it worked out for Dave. Man, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah that it falls awesome. into like a weird situation where there's obviously there's a contractual agreement and that is the legal part of it. But then there's also this ethical side where Comedy Central would not be anywhere near as popular as they are if it wasn't for him mm-hmm. and a few other shows that are around at that mm-hmm. time. So right. yes, there is a contract, but this guy pretty much made your channel. So right. I think in that, that particular circumstance, there's an ethical uh, question you kind of have to ask yourself. So we watched, <laughs> we watched uncle buck. My oh, kids had never yes. seen it and it was so good. You know, so my good. little girl's eight years old and here is the teenage angsty daughter <laughs> on there who is just being a complete butt for and i never said i said man this girl seems familiar and stella's over there she's like i know you're talking about me and i said stella that girl has dark hair and you have blonde hair honey i'm not and she goes i mean the attitude and i was like well if that's something you see in yourself then maybe you're on to something but god dude I, it's amazing to see how this generation could still totally get into it they both really liked it yeah it's such a good movie did Stella threaten to punch you oh she's threatened to punch me tons of times <laughs> I'm gonna punch you so hard <laughs> boo did you see anything no no I didn't see anything King Tom Les I rewatched the last season of Community my daughter and I were kind of watching the show not every episode and there were some things i had to either cough through or fast forward over and watch the last season and i was a really big fan of it when it was on i was a huge fan of the show when it was on but the last season just doesn't stack up as good as the other seasons okay this i i felt like they kind of took all of the characters like jeff wasn't even more of an asshole than he was in the other five seasons and britta you know, she was her political self, but she was also stupid. And she wasn't as brainless in the other season. She had redeeming qualities. And it just, it just, th- there were good parts to it. There were parts that made me laugh, but I, I don't know. I didn't, I don't think I liked it on rewatch as much as I liked it watching live at the time. 
She makes great water filters. Yes. <laughs> hey, yo. You, you know, King Tom, this is something that I've felt about a lot of sitcoms the longer they go on, mm-hmm. that the quirks of the characters become the focal point of the character. Friends is a great example of that. As time mm-hmm. went on, Ross became like this completely neurotic thing. Monica was even more psycho about yeah. cleanliness and, yeah. and that you, you, you narrow everything down to this and then take that and widen it back out to mm-hmm. try to fill up a character breath. You know, I like the addition of Frankie who was yeah. the it lady from the season before right. with a different name. And, uh, but yeah, they made everything very sticky. We hit, we just finished it and started the, the whole series over again. Okay. And you see Britta in at season one, and she's intelligent and it just it's it's a shame that they didn't keep that character like that throughout the rest of the series because yeah. she was smart and the whole reason that the whole sh- premise of the show got started was because Jeff was hot for her. and then mm-hmm. she just got dumber as it went on and it's right. it that's just such a shame man i got to start that you should you do yeah i got definitely got to start that i'm going to finish parks and rec yeah you do Les, did you see anything no, but I'm queuing up Agents of Shield, uh, oh. watching WandaVision and uh, TNT. Which I don't know how you guys feel about the Star Wars replays that they always do. Um, I, I don't think I've ever watched one on there. I mean, I but the usually day. they say that again, Randy. I watched them back in the day, like uh, like early 2000s when they would play them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, same. well, they've been doing for this month. They've been playing all the Marvel, the MCU movies too. Oh, really? So nice. if they're on, like, I'll just watch. I'll just have them on, but. I kind of want to start watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just to yeah. get a little bit more of the, or at least just to see more. It's MCU content I haven't seen. so And that's going to that's gonna that drop on Disney Plus, I would imagine, whenever the contract's done. Uh, yeah, but it's I'm on sure, Netflix right? for sure, so I can yeah. start it now. There's plenty of seasons, so. Yeah, yeah. Not, I've heard it's good. I've heard, get uh, everybody says the same thing, get through the first season, and it gets really good. With the first few episodes? Yeah, first something? few episodes at least, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw two things. I saw News of the World with Tom Hanks. And Eric, I think you're going to really dig this one, especially because you're playing Red Dead. It's an old school Western. Uh, it's Tom. It's pretty much True Grit, but Tom, it's a really cool story. It's got the Western feel. Uh, it's, it's done really well. And Tom Hanks is just fantastic. And the girl that's in there with him is just just phenomenal. It's a really good movie. News cool. of the world. Check it out. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot of like hubbub about it, but Hanks is great. And I think it's going to get nominated for Best Picture. I have a feeling. So News of the World. And then I saw a documentary about the, I think it's the Cecil Hotel or the Cecil Hotel. That's oh, on yeah. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I uh, watched that freaky thing. So that was pretty interesting. So if you're into like the true crime and this crazy documentaries, um, that one was really cool. And that's on Netflix. So check that out. Yeah, I watched the trailer for that and it it looks super good. It is good. It's really good. It's uh, done pretty well. It's awesome. That's not that many episodes. I think there's like six. That's this week in what we've watched, I guess. But there's some Star Wars stuff that came out. And I think it's uh, it's time, Kylo, to give us some Star Wars news. Well, it turns out that nothing happened in Star Wars this week and we can just move on. (laughs) But really, so just today announced that there's a new video game coming for the Nintendo Switch. Guess I'm going to have to buy one. What? Called Star Wars Hunters. I think it's going to be mobile too. Is it? Oh, because they had to tell you. 
it looked very much like Galaxy of Heroes, oh. the mobile game. It's it's like uh, I think it's mono mono combat between oh. like warring, you know, s- single. I guess rogue bounty hunters or something, but uh, there's there's no gameplay. There's nothing like that to see. They just announced it, and I mean, cool man, Star Wars video game that rules. I'm glad yeah. to see the more the more the merrier for me on that. King Tom, you gonna get that? I don't know. Um, I spent a year playing Galaxy of Heroes and it was fun, but they just tinkered with it too much, changed too many things and would have required too much more of my time. So I see something like this happening. I'll probably check it out and then drop it when it starts becoming more of a commitment than, you know, five or 10 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. Randy, what are you going to say? It's uh, made by Zynga and Zynga is pretty, pretty much like mobile developers Mm -hmm. in that they kind of make, uh, games that are subsidized by like microtransactions. Mm. So it kind of, that's kind of disappointing just because that kind of tempers your expectations. It's not going to be like a full on game. It's going to, it's going to be about people putting in cash. Yeah. It's the worst aside from forever. buying the game. Yeah. That's shitty. Yeah. You know, I get yeah. like, I can stomach microtransactions when the game is three bucks. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Like it's a mobile yeah. game that's super cheap. But yeah, when you start getting games that are even remotely expensive, that sucks. I can stomach microtransactions when they're not like quality of life microtransactions, things that should have already been included in whatever they made when they're trying to like, oh, you want to make this game a little bit easier? Give us $5. You want to uh, be able to beat the people you're playing against? Give us $10. Like those kind (laughs) of things. And that happens so much. Like that's. That's the thing that I think is really bad when they're giving you like a considerable chunk of content and they're asking for $20. If you're already invested in the game, that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. There. that's a good point. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Someone's got to make that money. <clears throat> well, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that, so <laughs> now here's the thing. We talked about the Gina Carano deal last week and weirdly enough, there's people are, still kind of going on about it. There's been a bit of a move from like what I would consider strong right wing leaning internet personalities, if you will, that are crapping on Disney for this and free speech is dead and so on and so on. And to each their own man. But you know, again, I come back to people are allowed to say whatever they want, but you've, have to understand that there are consequences especially with your employer that's just how life works so you can argue it all you want but disney's an employer ultimately and that's kind of how this all went but to see the noise still going on here a week later i'm ready for that to die down but in the midst of all this a couple of things happen number one hasbro drops the cara dune action figure and so like places that were that had those with pre-order are just emailing their customers telling them that they can't they can't fulfill the orders and that's going to be that and that's caused a run on them on ebay which hit me up i'll sell you mine (laughs) are you serious people are like uh, clamoring for this oh yeah Yeah. man uh you know and here's the thing you'll see crazy ebay listings where they're like ridiculously high and people are like, Oh, they're going for $700. 
I'm just using, I'm throwing that number yeah, out as yeah, an example. Bidding on it. But it's like, if nobody's buying it, they're yeah. not going for no, $700. No. Yeah. You got to see what they sold for. Yeah. But <laughs> so that's, that's a thing. And I mean, I don't, whatevs. It, it, it's whatever. I just, that's, I'm just telling you the facts. But coupled with that, a lady and I, oh, I had her name right in front of me about an hour ago and now I can't remember. King Tom, help me out. Um, when the, I'm with you, I'm smiling. Ooh, the uh, author who did this? the interview? Yes. I don't remember. I don't know her name off the top of my head. <laughs> okay, hold Dennis on. So, so regardless, this lady, whose name I will tell you just very briefly, she interviewed Sor- Ryan. Wilson. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I think she, it's Soraya. Yes, that sounds right. She interviewed Ryan Johnson, and she said in the... She tweeted, listen... All I know is this. He says that the Star Wars trilogy is still happening. There's no timeline set, but it's still a thing. Cool. So the the internet divides itself in two once again, and people are like, yay. Actually, in by three, people are like, yay. Mm -hmm. Other people are like, boo, The Last Jedi sucked, and it's the worst movie of all time. And then there's people who are like, (laughs) some snowflake... uh, does a Zoom call with Ryan Johnson and now I'm supposed to care that yeah. allegedly this thing. Listen, people, it doesn't mean it's happening. All it means is that he said it's happening. They've been saying that for blah and blah, blah, blah. So, dude, and it's the same people who are like pissed that Gina Carano got fired. They're the ones mm-hmm. saying that about this Ryan Johnson thing. Yeah. And so, man, oh man, isn't the internet neat? And again, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but it sure doesn't reflect how I feel about the news, which I happen to be happy about. Now, what yeah. about you guys? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm totally happy about it. Randy and I, unless we're at a place last night, this is <laughs> funny. And we were had we were in a conversation about the specific thing and about episode eight. And our bar, our our waiter, server. our bar yeah. server, he comes Thank up and goes, you. "Yeah, thanks, Les. Appreciate that." Uh, he comes up behind me and says, um, "You guys talking about episode eight and Ryan Johnson?" Oh, he was louder than that. He was yeah. louder than that. Yeah, no, he, he, he was like, oh, I heard yeah. Ryan Johnson. What do you oh, yeah. he, like? Yeah. He did a 180 from one of the tables to the table. Yeah. Like, he was yeah, he wasn't there for business. He was there for some hatred. Yeah. Like, right. you say he's Ryan like, Johnson? He like, came like, over ready like, to spill some I hate hate that guy. He said, fuck that. Fuck that. I can't stand. He said he hated Last Jedi, right? Yeah. He said, he said Rise of Skywalker was acceptable. It was because he had to fix the mess that Ryan Johnson made. Yeah, he blamed it on Ryan Johnson. Why, why'd you come over here? And he's like, I heard Ryan Johnson. I came over here for the hate. And we were yeah. like, no. That's the spirit. <laughs> I'm legitimately always tripped out when people in public, in person, go out of their way to let me know they don't like The Last Jedi. Right. It's crazy. It or, was the, like, or, the, or the new Star Wars trilogy, bro. What are you doing? Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, he probably expected us to be on the same. Oh, for sure. That's exactly for sure. what it was. He was yeah. like, "I'm here for the hate," and we're like, "No." And, and he was I'm, like, like, I'm like, "How do you like Mando?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, I love love Mando. Love Mando. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love Mando. Yeah, it's just yeah, a new trilogy. Nothing and, challenging and, about that whatsoever. I love it. Right? Yeah. yeah. There's, there's tons of lines. There's tons of lines. What do you think about this, Ryan Johnson? Not Ryan Johnson, but this new trilogy. I think Ryan Johnson is a great guy. I think he has an interesting beard. I'm excited. I I love <laughs> I I love everything he's done. So like I yeah. I'm not really in that camp. I, I don't understand how you can enjoy going to the movies <laughs> and not like that movie. I mean, it's that's what I go to the movies for to be like excited. And he always has like such 
awesome ways to go of going about things. There's always twists. I don't know what's going to happen when I see his movies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited. Better than not to throw shade, but JJ Abrams. I, I know what's going to happen, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty formula. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you know, speaking of the waiter coming over, man, it's funny how on polarizing issues like this, which <laughs> calling a movie an issue. Yeah. But people always assume that, secretly everybody is on the same page as them oh yeah (laughs) everybody thinks that and so we think it and then the other people think it and so i show up for work on sunday and there's this guy who talks to me about star wars all the time and he comes up and he goes so and i could tell his opinion on it just by the way he phrased what he said he goes so What do you think about what Disney did to Gina Carano? <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, he's displeased by this. <laughs> and he just automatically assumed I was too. And, you know, I said the same thing. Look, man, people are allowed to say whatever they want. But at my work, dude, I have to watch what I post on social media all the time. Right. And I could not complain one iota right. if they had something to say about what i put out there because i represent a brand you know but anyhow blah 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 he just assumed that i was on that same page as him yeah yeah that's Which, funny I yeah, that dude thought we were gonna he they he, yeah he thought we were gonna just shit all over it and we we're like no no we liked it i think <laughs> i lean a little bit more towards the the like the freedom freedom of speech kind of side of this like right. i definitely believe that you have the right to say what you do you whatever you want and Everyone else has their right to react. I just don't necessarily agree that they they booted her for that. I don't care at the end of the day. I just don't yeah, necessarily right. agree. You th- what, what do you think it was? I mean, you don't agree with what their decision or you don't agree with if that was the underlining? Oh, uh, I, I think they wanted to get rid of her for a little bit because she has been saying so many stupid things. Right, but right. Like, it's like at, at the end of the day, like it, I'm going to Hillary Clinton this. It takes a village, man. And yeah. you got to have. All kinds of people, a bunch of different opinions. Sometimes they're going to say shit that's stupid. People who are very liberal say stupid shit too. I'm one of them. Yeah, yeah. But eventually, like, you just have to, like, let people say a stupid thing once in a while because you didn't hire them to be, like, a spokesperson. If anyone, if Cara Dune, whatever the hell her real name is, is anyone's, (laughs) like, role model, I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's, you're looking in the wrong places. What happened, I believe, and King Tom, you can back me up because you know a little bit more about this. I read that they gave her multiple chances after she mm-hmm. said some stupid stuff yeah. about transgenders. And then she refused to take it back. She had a little meeting with Pedro Pascal because he had, uh, remember. Uh, he had he a nine-month a, sibling who's transgender. Yeah, he, he yes. has a sibling who's transgender. And so she still wouldn't. She still wouldn't come out and apologize, which, you know, that's her deal. But then Disney said, hey, we're not going to have you out in the press tour. Probably the big reason is because you're going to be asked this constantly during the press junkets. Then she doubled down and said Mm -hmm. stupid shit she did. One of the reports said they actually gave her a statement uh, or an apology that they would have found acceptable. And she was like, no, I am not saying I'm not giving into the PC brigade and saying what you want me to say. And that that apology in an arm bar. (laughs) <laughs> and then right. uh that kind of made them think about and anna- rethink about announcing her for the uh rangers of the new republic show mm-hmm. back in december right so they held off on that and uh supposedly she found out about it over social media yes that's what i like the rest says. of us right yeah <laughs> that's what she said but 
you know, I, Randy, you got a point. I understand what you're saying, but at the end of the day, I, I I'm also um, agree with Eric. Where you know, you can't just go out and say whatever you want to say, and, and if you just because you know you, you you you're you're representing their brand, you know, just like us, like we can't go out and say things. Um, we'll just get we'll get annihilated on Twitter for things that we you know would say if if, if they were controversial or or something like that. But um, here's the deal: if you don't like what happened to her, well, then start a GoFundMe and pay money to help her out. Okay, because the Walt Disney Company is the one that signs her checks, so they're allowed to say "go fuck off" whenever they want. Um, and they've decided to say "go fuck off." And if it's really bugging you, people, that you know you can't like watch another Star Wars movie and you need to help Gina Carano um, in her in her uh, future of acting endeavors, well, go out and give her some fucking money. I don't, I don't know what to say. You know, and don't watch Star Wars if it's bugging you that much that you're going to yeah. freak out over this. Yeah, it's a tough no, one. I, I, totally, Randy, I totally agree with what Eric's saying. And, yeah. and I see like where I, I get scared seeing like how much like choking, like some, some person says the smallest foible and it right. starts getting like thrown into that. Mm-hmm. And then no one can say anything that triggers anyone big or small. And it gets, it's very slippery slope. <laughs> Man, I agree with that Not a thousand percent. It's real. <laughs> no, no, because no, I do real. think I do think like deciding to like strong arm cancel people is it's a bit much at times for me because I've seen it happen to people that are over something seemingly innocuous. But the thing is, like with her, it's just as an example. This isn't about Gina Carano per se. Is that when you? It's totally cool to have opinions about something and to disregard a particular thing but when you crap on the people actual human beings who this is important to here's what you can do you can have your opinion but not shit directly on somebody and i think that becomes problematic in and of itself but again you're totally allowed to do it but when a company who employs you is concerned about their bottom line that's where it all comes down to is this going to mess with our money and if it is going to mess with our money we've got some decisions to make and if that's where I don't think that they did it for a moral high ground. I think it was like, oh man, we <laughs> this could this could hurt our money. Sure. And, and, and that's, what the, and that's where I, I see it. I think that's where the distinction is. Like, I understand if you say something, the squeeze not, might not be worth the juice, and you could lose your job. But then I still question whether they did it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got you. Oh yeah, well, uh, Disney has had a history of just letting things slide. Just like, oh, okay, okay, uh-huh. well, we're still making cash. And they did see that this was going to affect the bottom line, and that's where they drew the line. And that's where a lot of companies do. It's a sad thing. But, yeah, that's, you know, Disney is no different. Disney's no, no different at all. Yeah, they 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 saw they saw the money value sure. starting to hurt, and they're like, okay, let's, let's, let's cut the cheese here. They're, they know what they're doing in terms of this. They know there's a certain very small section of the fan base that's going to be pissed off at this, and they don't care because, and this ties it back to the other story, they are making Ryan Johnson the future of Star Wars. Um, in the next few years, we're going to get the Patty Jenkins movie, we're going to get Taika Waititi, we're going to get Kevin Feige. And these three stories, we don't know when they are, but we can guess they won't be related. The the big push for Star Wars will be on Disney Plus. But then after that, you know, say it takes five to seven movies or five to seven years to get these three movies out of the way. They are going to want to reestablish the epic saga format. And what better way to do that than with a trilogy helmed by Ryan Johnson? 
Right. And, you know, G- George Lucas said something, and I saw someone say this on Twitter. This isn't an, an entirely original thought, but George Lucas said it takes a decade of your life to make a trilogy. And, you know, Ryan, he has Knives Out too. He probably has some other projects mm-hmm. he wants to do. Once that's out of the way, he is going to be doing Star Wars. And you can bet that the, the big on screen, on movie screen project is going to be the big thrust of what they're doing. Yeah. So, you know, he, they're, they're, Basically, giving him the keys, not caring about the, your weight, your server, or the other people who might not have like. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 absolutely. And I like that. I like that. Yeah, I love like, it. I, I love yeah. it. Like fuck, fuck all y'all. And it, I, we don't it, care. We, we know what's best for this franchise. If it I know wasn't best for my kids, you if it mean? wasn't two degrees out when I heard that news, I've been running around the outside of my house screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I know you'd be happy. I know you're a big fan. Yeah, I, I'm excited about it. And again, King Tom, I'm really happy that they're deciding to, you know, yeah, yeah, just say, hey, we're going to do what we're going to do. We we know yeah. what's best for this franchise. And by the way, right. that movie made $1.6 billion or whatever the hell it made. Yeah. Um, it did pretty well. So. And to King Tom's point, like it, they can't, if they were to follow the lead of those people, they would never be pleased. Like it's mm-hmm. such like no. a, it would be such a false positive because they would just not like the next thing. Right, so, right, like, right. from that's an right. artistic right. point of view, I can't imagine how suffocating that is to, if you had to be beholden to those people that what oh, I yeah. do believe is a vocal minority. Yeah, and trying it is. to them because they want to be heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, past that. How about this action right here? So, Charles Soule, he d- has done some pretty rad stuff. I'm mm-hmm. sure we would all agree if you've seen like any of the comics that he's been a part of or the light of the jedi book for example well he announces that there's going to be a new boba fett comic and what i saw is he phrased it as boba fett versus basically everyone (laughs) (laughs) which called war of the bounty hunters it's a five issue comic book mini series that will reveal the difficulty that Boba Fett had in delivering Han Solo and Carbonite to Jabba the Hutt. Oh, shit. And so, Sol, he said, and this is a quote, Boba Fett clearly doesn't take Han Solo directly to Jabba's palace. Something had to happen in between that intervening time between uh, Empire and Jedi. And I was like, I would like to tell that story, and I would like it to be about Boba Fett and what happens to him. And quote. Damn. So that is pretty cool because, you know, obviously we've had a boatload of of content that has happened in the original trilogy in between those films. But nothing like this per se. And, you know, it's, you know, it's canon now and everybody's Boba Fett crazy. I <laughs> I haven't bought any of the Star Wars comics in a solid while, but this may flip that over. Yeah, that sounds cool, man. I like to see that in live action, man. Yeah, that um, would be pretty cool. I think they're going to tie it in with all of the other comics in the line because those are all also set between Empire and Jedi. Oh. And uh, some of the creatives that are on this besides mm. Soul, he's, he's writing the – He's writing the miniseries and he's writing the main Star Wars line, but the other uh, artists they have on it are really, really good. Especially like um, Luke Ross, the penciler. He's done some of the other miniseries that have been excellent. Um, for because some some artists are great comic book artists, but they don't necessarily get the way things are supposed to look in Star Wars. Like lightsaber fights end up looking like two people just pointing at each other with sticks, or you know they can't get the motion of starships right. It's stupid little things, but. 
it, it makes a difference. And uh, some of these artists can can bring it. Yeah, cool. Have they so ever done a line wide uh, Star Wars or a line wide event among all the Star Wars books in the they, recent? Um, they did. They did uh, Vader down, which was a uh, I want to say like ten issue series with uh, split between the Vader uh, run and the main Star Wars run, and then they did two two bookends. And then there was a um, Screaming Citadel, which was a horror story. I don't know if that had a one shot with it, but that was between Star Wars and the Avatar. Oh, that was series. a cool one, yeah. But yeah, th- this is probably going to be the biggest. Yeah, in terms of those. Like very, very Marvel. So here's another quote from uh, Soul that I hadn't seen. It says, Boba Fett is in possession of Han Solo at the end of Empire Strikes Back, and at the beginning of War of the Bounty Hunters, he is not. And he is going to do everything he can to get him back, no matter what. No matter who is standing oh, in his see, way. that's cool. They jacked him. They jacked yeah. his bounty. And I, well, oh, that's so right? rad. Because that's what that would mean, right? Some bounty hunters yeah. must have jacked his bounty not to turn just, it in to get the money. Not just bounty hunters. Supposedly, the Empire wants him back, too. Oh, yeah. I can see that. How cool! See how cool would this be in a live action where you have Han Solo in carbonite behind you. You don't even need Harrison Ford, but he's always there. <laughs> you know what I mean? And oh, you have IG eighty eight. You have Boss. You have all those guys trying to probably come after him. Oh, that'd be so rad! So it's it says here that by the way I'm reading this on Slash Film, but uh, as the title implies, blah blah blah. And not just bounty hunters, Jabba the Hutt, the crime syndicate, Black Sun, and even Darth Vader are involved. Oh, dude. Use this for a live action. Damn. Yeah. I was hoping to see Crimson Dawn. Yeah, that that's lit. what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say. But, uh, but yeah. Or Ganja yeah, yeah. Club. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great impression. Thanks, buddy. I know it wasn't. <laughs> but, uh, I, so, so that's all I have, man. If there, there may be something else that I've missed. No, no, that's, that's uh, there you go. All good, man. Thank Garage, you, Raj. You, you finished Light of the Jedi yet? You know what? I'm two hours away. I'm almost there. Really ramping up, and it's. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying. It. I'm like in it. I'm in it. So it's really cool. I, I just hope that I get to see some of these characters in live action one day. Because yeah, they're, they're I, I would so love well, that. They were so well done in the book. Now, something that I think is really cool. On a little side note here speaking of potential is that in one of the um it was the conglomeration of stories about luke skywalker what was the name of that thing king tom came out adventures of luke skywalker what is that what it was i i know what you're talking about i don't i don't remember the name of it exactly but he's it's him he's going around trying to find out about the force this is all post return of the jedi and he finds out like these what this one group of people they experience the force but they call it something different Mm -hmm. and if you watch rebels you'll see zeb his people they refer to it as the ashla Mm -hmm. and you've got all these things that you could explore in that way where people interpret this interpret these things differently and it's still very star warsy but completely flipped over too so it's very exciting cool Mm -hmm. but anyway and that is it <laughs> well let's we have we're going to definitely get into wandavision in a second but we have an, and a bunch of emails that have to do with wandavision and i do have to do michael's don't let me forget michael you're in the queue 
and I will not disappoint you this week. Feels like he's at the DMV right now. He he's is at the DMV. He's been in the queue forever. Yes. He he's but, gotten his paperwork twice. They told know, him to go well, back. I told him to go to window number seven and then come back to window number 13, but then he has to go to window four. He's at window four. He's in the last step. All right. Let's hope so. But I'm going to give some pop culture reboots and remakes because a couple of things popped up. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the original with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. That is not the original. Well, this, the one that everybody cares about, not, <coughs> not the other one. Um, <laughs> this There's a new one coming out with, it looks like, Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And they're, oh, that classic couple. That classic couple, they're co-creating it. And they're going to produce it, and they're going to come out with it, and it's going to be on uh, a series on Amazon in 2022. So, oh, okay, pretty interesting. Anything that Glover does, I'm down for. Um, but he needs to start finishing Atlanta because we need a, we need another season of Atlanta. Oh, are they starring in it or just producing? Oh, it? they're starring in it. Starring. They're the couple, and they're going to produce it, and they're co-writing it together. That's neat. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, I wish they would be Lando and L3, though. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That would be great. Well, that's building uh, the chemistry, right? For for uh, the Calrissian Chronicles. Yeah. Good point. Right. Good point. Although yep. Donald, Donald Glover has chemistry with The Rock. Nah. You're saying The Rock is in this, too? <laughs> Blumhouse, or Bloomhouse, however you want to call it, they're doing a reboot of Paranormal Activity. Now, I know that Paranormal Activity no, is not. like... No, they're not? Uh-huh. Oh, for you, they're yes, not. They are. They're they're not. Are. <laughs> they definitely are. And I know that it's been played out and Paranormal Activity, like 19, is out. But the first two were pretty freaky, man, in my opinion. And they, they were done well. Bloomhouse, they know what they're doing. So I'm, I'm interested in this. I, I'll, I'll definitely check this out. Um, so another reboot. It seems like everything's being rebooted. Buck Rogers. You know, if you are a Star Wars fan, you know that George Lucas was heavily influenced by Buck Rogers. George Clooney will be the executive producer, and I think he's going to be in it. And this comes from The Hollywood Reporter. And they've got um, Don Murphy and Susan Munford, who also, who uh, wrote and produced Transformers, Real Steel. Uh, they're going to co-produce this thing and uh, write Buck Rogers. Interesting. thought this was kind of cool. And other than that, I think that's it. Um, wanted to get your guys' takes real quick with this comic book news before we get into WandaVision. We talked a little bit about it, teased it. Keanu Reeves as Craven. Les, I want your opinion. Will this work? This is rumors only. Will Keanu as Craven, and this is in the uh, Spider-Verse, it would be, obviously, correct? Okay, so for Spider-Man, I think one of the things that, for me, that is maybe a mistake or something that they kind of paint themselves into a corner with is killing off their villains. Uh, Killing, you know, taking care of Green Goblin and Dr. Octopus you're like, come on, they could come back and be the Sinister Six. But a guy like Craven, whose arc and his most famous uh, comic book arc is him ending up dead. Spoilers for anybody <laughs> out there. How this you? might actually work. It just depends on what they're trying to do here. So if they do just introduce him as Craven and it's Keanu Reeves and he's badass Baba Yaga Craven Hunter, Craven the Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. You know, that's pretty cool. If they're going to lead toward Todd McFarlane's torment, now that's where it gets even better. So if they're going to build up and have that, then it's great. Go for it. Let's do it. Okay, cool. So you can see Keanu as Craven. Yes. Initial report says that it's going to be called That's So Craven. Oh, 
Oh, just really weird. <laughs> clap, clap. Thank you, buddy. WandaVision. Let's talk a little. <laughs> we cannot just go past that. What are you talking about? <laughs> you just cannot just. <laughs> Why did you even do that? Did you do that for just that setup? <laughs> yeah, I didn't really oh, care about Craven. I was just, it was just a payoff. I could care less. It was, I think it came from like, I'm a douchebag.com. I don't know where it came from. I'm but I appreciate your insight on it. <laughs> oh, dear. WandaVision oh. episode six, everyone. Wow. It's, it, was, it was amazing. I'm going to go with our guests, Randy. What did you think? And I'm going to um, read emails um, in and out of our conversations because we have a lot of them. But Randy, your initial thoughts about WandaVision episode six. I liked it a lot. Like, I think I was on last time after I had watched the second episode before everything like really started with the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, but so yeah, you, it, you were waiting on something. It's been like consistently each episode has been, has not let me down. I think the fourth one is still my, my favorite mm-hmm. when uh, they kind of show what happened with Monica Rambeau, but this episode was fantastic. I'm just, there's so much like misdirection right now. It's kind of hard to know like <laughs> it what, is. what not. It's like not even worth trying. No, it's not. You just gotta so let just lay, yeah lay back and and let it happen. It, it was crazy. It was a good one. Fantastic episode. It really was, and, and I love the all the little things. Like you're right, the misdirection is there. It's everywhere between what we see with Quicksilver and then what we see with uh, Agnes. Who is this scientist? This engineer that's supposed the to be meeting engineer. up? Aerospace engineer. There's all kinds of questions. Vision. He was pretty much dead again. He's alive. We got an expansion of the whole city now has been under her pretty much. I think all of New Jersey pretty much is uh, under her spell. She goes apeshit. What'd you guys think? I loved it, man. I love that I have no idea what's going to happen next. And we actually, my wife and I talked about this episode or or the season up until this point for Bad Motivators Patreon thing because she, the MCU is her jam. It's kind of like how Star Wars is my jam, but not where it's financially ruined us. And uh, to to see her digging it and just the weirdness of it, I am very, very pleased with it. I'm so stoked to see the yeah. rest of the season. I love what they've done. Yeah, they've hit a home run because Lorena's like, hey, we got, I need to watch it. Because obviously we watch it at midnight. That's, and then two days later, she's like, good. I haven't watched WandaVision yet. Let's, wa- let's watch WandaVision. It's like, oh. You know, one thing that I got to thinking about, though, and I know this is (laughs) stupid, but I asked Amanda, do you think the right Olsen was cast as Wanda? Could it have been Mary Kate or Ashley? And then I thought, what if one of the sitcoms that they played on for this was Full House? That would have been fantastic, especially because neither one of the Olsen sisters came back for Fuller House. Yeah. Right. That would be great. That, oh, dude, that's that just great. Uh, to one, me, that's hilarious. Yeah, one of our uh, the viewers on YouTube said the exact same thing you just said, and said, "Hey, how great would it be if it was Full House?" And then they go into the office in like the current day stuff, and then John Krasinski, uh, what's his, yeah. uh, his name? Krasinski, who's, yeah. Krasinski, who's rumored to be Reed Richards. Everybody like it was pushing he's for that fan cast. Yeah, yeah, he's fan cast. Looks at the camera and says something like that. To, to the to the camera. Oh, he gems uh, it. Yeah, he gems it. But he's like something about Reed Richards. So I was like, ah, oh, that would be awesome. That would be great. Keek Tom, what's your take on episode six? Uh, I loved it. I don't know where it's going, but don't care. Uh, I was <laughs> yeah. a l- part of me was a little bit disappointed that it's not Quicksilver from the X Men, but at the right. same time, I don't. There's way too much 
bad vibes and people I'd rather not deal with again associated with the end of that X-Men run. Yeah. So, and you know, Quicksilver is one of the few good things right. to mm-hmm. come to come of that. So, I'm glad they're giving the nod to that, but I, I want to see mutants in the MCU. And I think we talked yeah. about how I, I don't think that's how they're going to do it, but this could be a way they do it. But yeah, I'm, I'm right. looking forward to seeing what's next. This was like a wink, wink, hush, hush. Hey, we know you're out there, people. Yeah. And, and uh, here's 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 this little misdirection. Exactly. Right. Just the the increase in, in intensity that we have where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. You know, this is from Vision's a want to understand what's going on to Wanda trying to push that everything's fine. Then you see the tension between them two and then how just bigger things are getting now. I think, you know, this is like one of those like, Oh shit. Literally. Yeah. How big is this going to get? Cause now it's getting, it's not just affecting a small town. Looks like she's taking over like a whole yeah. county or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know that. So she went near the Hudson. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So so it's just like, <laughs> what's next after this? Because yeah, at this point, it's bigger than what anybody can handle. Essentially, this is almost this is becoming almost a an Avengers type deal of something to inter- or intervene into. Right. So yeah. So I I think just how much is ex- it uh just it ex- the intensity has expanded. I'm really excited for, and then, you know, let alone the creep factor that is very much there, but yeah, just yeah. the intenseness of it. You're like, Oh, what, yeah, know, what's happening good. next? No, you're right. What is she going to do next? Who's going to realize that? Yeah. Who are they bringing in next? That yeah. kind of thing. One of the news outlets is reporting that the last three episodes are going to be an hour each. Hour long. That's but, right. Uh, yeah. a, a half hour of each is going to be the uh, credits. Uh, exactly. that is yeah. very the intro the intro yeah. where you skip yeah yeah no but like, then i I'm, just, like, I'm watching and i'm really enjoying it i'll watch i'll look at the bar and see how much longer i have to go i'm like oh it's about halfway through and then the credit <laughs> two more minutes later oh like, trust yeah. me, that's exactly. the first first thing i do is because we're watching at midnight and then i have to edit it so i i look for like, how long is this going to be yeah see, so, but i i've i've seen conflicting reports as this, is this episode's only going to be 38 minutes well feige said that it's a total of six hours We've only seen three hours, but people are saying now exactly what King Tom said. That's not including the credits. Mm-hmm. So we might get 38 minute episodes, 42 minute episodes, 45 minute episodes. So it might not be full hour long episodes, but hey, man, I'm, I'm stoked, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And Les, what'd you think? I think you're going to make yourself go crazy as a comic fan trying to notice every little thing going <sighs> on. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing a reaction and I'm immediately hyperventilating because Within the first two minutes, Wiccan is in full costume. Right. Like he's in full costume. And the barn doors are blown wide open. Let's just be honest. The barn doors are blown wide open as far as like what directions the MCU is going. People can argue, listen, this is all for Doctor Strange and the Mephisto. And I think I said this last week, but you can't give us the fully costumed versions of Wiccan and Speed. And then just yank all that off and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not doing anything that has to do with House of M, M Day. We're not doing any of that. Don't be ready for, you know, the Fantastic Four to be introduced. It's just you, you want to enjoy this. And I'm enjoying it. I'm loving everything. Really tough to get past the fact that Vision is actually alive. And... Well, well, we, we thought he was she alive. Him back. Either she, she brought, brought him back, in, or Mephisto he, brought him back. But he was dead, dude. Outside. All I'm saying is, is that we were we were about to suffer through him possibly dying again. 
Right. As, as, I think as we're going watching, to have to again, bro. Watching it go down the first time. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's, it's not cool, but all the things that are coming out of this, it, it's only going to get bigger. Uh, these next few episodes, we're, we're more than likely going to get the reveal of who the bad person is or who the bad guy is, sorry, uh, the villain. We're more than likely going to get, I mean, the bombshell would be Doctor Strange showing up. I think that's happening. And I think it's happening. And for you, that would be like the, oh my God. Like I consider no. that like kind of a, that's kind of certain. No. Yeah, well, think- the reason why I would say it's a bombshell, I because I, I know what you're saying. I want to say it's certain. I want to say it's going to happen because obviously they're all in the same movie coming up, the Multiverse of Madness. So um, if I'm not mistaken, it's Wanda, Doctor Strange, and Vision are in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So it's automatic, but I just wouldn't think they would, bring them into the show. But then again, if they do for me, that would be a pretty big deal. Like to just go, yeah, we're, we're really tying all these ends together and we're going to do it. You know, it's yeah, I, I, gonna, I think they're going to uh, bring in not only strange, but they're going to bring in somebody else. That's going to be a jaw dropper. Well, for, like I said, for comic fans, there's a lot to pay attention to. You got Jimmy so Woo running around. You got now Monica, Monica Rambeau is going to be spectrum. Yeah. Yep. Whether we get it this year or two years from now, she's here. She's here. She's on the show. She's in the MCU. As simple as that. It's it's all coming, dude. So like, yeah, yeah. you're just you for comic fans. You're already getting like I said. You're getting Monica Rambeau. Like she led the Avengers at one point. You know, mm-hmm. th- it was written where Thor challenged her, and she just looked at him like what, and it was <laughs> over like that. You know, so it's like this I think is we're gonna get Danvers, man. I think we're gonna get Danvers in here too, and, and that would just that would make it even I better. Think it's like. Yeah, that, that that's what I'm talking about. When we start getting the big movie, more big movie people to mm-hmm. come into this also. Yeah. Just yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Well, let's let's read some emails real quick because we have a bunch. This is from Anthony. It's a first time emailer, which we really appreciate here. Hello, Sithless. I appreciate you guys for doing what you do. It feels like I'm hanging out with a group of friends. That is like That's our mission statement. That is our mission statement. I always say I I hope people think that they're hanging out with us drinking some beers uh, when they're listening to us. So that's awesome. Thank you, Anthony. Continues. I'm a Jedi like my father before me. That's cool. And I've been through the Marvel Universe recently just in time to fully enjoy WandaVision. I have a theory that Marvel is using WandaVision to bring mutants into the universe. That's cool. We just talked about that. I'm excited to see what happens. Can't wait to catch the next episode of The Sith List. May the Force be with you. Anthony Gianetti, Darth Jinto. Very cool, Anthony. Thank you. And thank you for emailing us. Please keep emailing. And we really appreciate you listening and the kind words. King Tom has kind of touched upon this. And he, he had mentioned that this is a way they can bring in the mutants. I think this is like a wink, wink, hush, hush. We're not ready fully to bring in the mutants, yeah. but we're coming. So that's that. Uh, email from Avery. Hey, Seth List. The weekend was a rough one for me personally. I want to let you know that as I went on a snow hike on Sunday for some nature therapy, listening to your show helped lift my spirits. So thank you again for all that you do. Dude, what's going on here? People, uh, yeah, this is great. Thank you so much, Avery. We appreciate that. Thanks Um, thanks a lot. I also took the weekend to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. And man, it's a doozy of a gut-wrenching story, but an important part of American history that everyone should know about. Great writing and superb acting. So if you're looking for something new to watch, I recommend it. I've heard great things about that, by the way. On a brighter note, WandaVision continued to up the ante this week. And I got to say that the Malcolm in the Middle theme in the episode is my favorite so far. 90s kid, right? At the end of the episode, spoiler alert, Wanda increased the perimeter of Westview by a lot. So what in your minds do you think will be the repercussions of that? Darcy also told Monica that her time inside the hex 
is altering her cells on a molecular level. Do you think Wanda could inadvertently be giving people powers? Oh, I think, honestly, I'm going to answer that real quick. I think it's because she went back and forth multiple times where it is giving her that power. I don't think you get powers instantly. Unless, well, there is that theory. I think with King Tom, did you say that everybody yeah. in there is going to be the mutants? That, that was my thought of how they introduced right, mutants. Right, right, but right. I, I think yeah. it's a little bit too centered in one area geographically for it to be a right. realistic thing or right. for them to pull it off well. I knew Unless, someone smart told me that. Inlet, yeah, of course. Unless yeah. they say she picked these people from all around the world and somehow they end up back into their place of origin at the end of the series. But I think but, a majority of them with their license plates had New Jersey license plates. I think plates. so, yeah. I think yeah. so. And, and we, we got to be careful with that because it may be a way to bring in the mutants, but because, if Kamala Khan is there, she's an uh, inhuman. <laughs> she's not a mutant. Oh, oh Kamala Khan? Yeah. So, yeah, if Kamala Khan is there. She's she's a she's an inhuman. She's not a mutant. Oh, okay. And the Terrigen mists are like a kind of thing that created the inhumans. So go ahead. Is the the inhumans movie slash series they tried to do? Is that canon? Does that count anymore? I don't. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I did not embarrassed of that thing. I hope not. I I think yeah. Shield. There's no way they're claiming humans. That's. Yeah, I hope not. That's a, yeah. Could we see an outbreak of sorts when this is all resolved? Just more thoughts on the repercussions of this episode. What do you guys think? Take care and stay safe out there. By the way, host of the Battles and Banter podcast. So check that out. Got all kinds of cool stuff in this email. Malcolm in the Middle was very, very cool. Is Malcolm in the Middle of the 90s or early 2000s? Early I think 2000s. somebody corrected us on YouTube last. I think. Yeah. Early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah. I, I, I haven't made the same mistake. I was like, oh, it's totally 90s. I get it. But no, it's not. No, the mall punks did giveaway. Email from Colton Michael. Michael Colton, the best name in emails. Howdy, Sith listeners. Hope you're all doing well. I'm loving the weekly breakdowns on YouTube. They're especially helpful for the non-comic reading folks. Thanks, buddy. I've got a quick theory I want to bounce off y'all. Although it might be moot after the next episode airs now that we've confirmed that there are a ton of kids and adults inside the hex i think that the townsfolk and the sword team who get absorbed into the bubble will be the first generation mutants those are the same as the other ones if wanda's powers are enough to reconstruct monica's cell structure and potentially give her powers there's no reason to think that wanda wouldn't accidentally do the same for the whole town we'd love to hear your thoughts uh, you just got our thoughts michael colton colton michael i guess this is a big theory out there so that's interesting so it, big it could be one <laughs> so big that yeah it, it mm. might not happen mm-hmm. cheers and stay healthy thank you buddy move on real quick here email from shank my thought you know this episode had a lot of people thinking i guess my <laughs> thoughts on episode six on wandavision now that darcy has been put in the hex i really hope that she's going to be a waitress at a diner oh that would be <laughs> rad that'd be really funny two uh, since we've gotten this far with any significant clues to another antagonist, I don't think we will see uh, Mephisto, High Evolutionary, or Armina Zola. Armin Zola? Armin Zola. Arnim Armin Zola. Arnim. Arnim. Sounds like my cousin. I think the players on this board ah. are who we have to work with. Okay. All right. Uh, three, that said, what do you think about Agnes actually being Mephisto? Hear me out. Marvel loves to mess with fans and to subvert expectations. Hulk in the Infinity War trailer, for instance. Maybe introducing a character like Agnes and knowing that everybody who has acknowledge of the comics would leap towards Agatha Harkness. Who is that? Harkness. Agatha Harkness. Oh, is it? So she, uh, this, this, this character was in the comics. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. If she's, if it's her, 
Oh, if, if it's, it's her. her yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a character her. in the comics that this could be. Oh. Yeah, but Randy, you have a point. Randy, you have a point. Agnes, but Agnes, Agnes, come on. You and, get, and who, you and, and who is she? She's not. She's not necessarily a villain. She's a. She's a no. witch, but she helps Wanda with her magical abilities. Yes. Oh. And she. She. And in the 1980s storyline, when Wanda had twins that were later revealed to be a figment of her imagination and powers, it was Agnes or Agatha. I'm sorry, who helped her through it. Mm. Interesting. He yeah, says, yeah, the, the villain in Mephisto doesn't have to be a male. Number four, uh, what happened to Dottie? That's true. In episode two, she seemed like she was going to be a significant character and then kind of disappeared. Maybe the, she's Mephisto. If you can't tell, I really want to see Mephisto. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Thanks <laughs> you know, again. You know who that. else disappeared? The guy with the mustache. You know who else disappeared? The beekeeper disappeared. The damn beekeeper disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we haven't seen Ralph yet. I wonder if Ralph is Mephisto. <laughs> The I, only I one who was that. treated nice was Monica. Right. She's the only mm-hmm. one who got expelled. Right. <laughs> yeah. And is alive to tell, you know, that we know of. So That's true. I honestly don't. I honestly kind of agree with this guy. There might not be like in the next three episodes, like a new villain come into right. this. Not, like quick might have seen might him. be the established villain who's going yeah. to show themselves. It's not a lot of time left to show a villain and be able to tie it into like the theme of the entire show. Or but, even defeat no, the villain or figure out what's going on. Yeah, you got to still figure out their plan with Wanda. Right. You got to figure out, okay, what's the bigger repercussions? Is this going to mess with the Eastern Seaboard? You know, how do we stop this? Yeah, you're right. It's kind of, it could happen that way where we don't get a villain. We just, maybe it's just Wanda having a psychotic episode and everybody yeah, coming to help that, her. Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't think there will be. like Quicksilver. And mm-hmm. she's, uh, why don't you have an accent? He's all, why don't you have an accent? It's kind of like a on the nose, kind of like, I know what the fans are thinking, but it almost sounds like she's talking to herself. Oh. Like, why don't you have an accent? Why don't you have an accent? And he's mm-hmm. kind of like, that, you know what? Those, uh, those zombified faces. Those creep those, me out. Those jump to, to, are you kidding Boo me? Boo does not like those. I do not. I, jump I, I, it, it was in my chest. Door. Like, I felt that in my chest. I was like, oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. When she goes the door and vision Harper, and he turns around and goes, ah! that guy. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, first one. And then the second one where he sit, she looks at him and he's just like. Got the bullets in his chest. He's, yeah. he's mm-hmm. dead and bullet holes. Oh. oh, yikes, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, no, I I definitely don't think that there will be, if there is a villain reveal, because they, they're going to want this to go at least two or three seasons in order to bridge mm-hmm. between this and the. I think this is it. No, yeah, I think yeah, it's, a one, it's only one. It's a one off. I think. Really? I think these. I think these Marvel shows are one. They're all one, one and done. Really? They're supposed to be like stories, not yeah. ongoing. Right, right, right. Yeah. Even Loki, even uh, Falcon. Um, I think. I think that's a poor choice, in my opinion. Well, no, because it, it's supposed to tie into the movie, so you get your finish yeah. there. Uh, yeah. So that's your season two, which I think is a great idea and a great plan. If that's I just, how they I, do things, I just don't see it finishing well enough. For oh, yeah. I I I just oh, don't yeah. want this to continue. I I guess I want it to be bigger. The movie to be a bigger visualized. Well, that's like a good that. sign. You like the show. Yeah, you you want want more, bro. Yeah, so, I get what you're saying. Yes, I get what you're because, saying. Yeah, there's only what three episodes left, and I don't see this. Not not that I want it to have a positive outcome, but I don't see it having where I'm like, okay, I can I can move on. I've I've gotten enough. Now I want, you know, the other thing I'm like, no, I think I need more than this before we lead into anything bigger. That's, that's what I'm saying. Just trust in Marvel. Yeah, story no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they're breaking they, the rules with this. That's right. Yes. They're yeah, doing whatever exactly. the hell they want and yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's working. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, right. definitely. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Last email uh, for WandaVision uh, from Robert. Uh, actually, this is not uh, from WandaVision, I don't think. Well, let's see. I, I know Robert and Michael that were on the queues here. Robert from Rancho Cucamonga. Hello, everybody on the Sith list. Just two quick things here. WandaVision is killing it, and I'm really digging the commercials that are in the episodes. They're all very cool, and I like how they tie back to the events in Wanda's life. Second, going back to my DC versus Marvel email. I was listening to you guys talk about this. at the. Uh, we can never get away from this DV, DC versus Marvel thing. Uh, one thing that stood out to me was how much you, you and your wives and family enjoy the Marvel stuff. This is something I didn't realize until you brought it up. My wife, whom is not into any kind of comic stuff, can care less about anything DC. But when any Marvel stuff is on, she is down to watch and looks forward to Fridays now. And is also excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Cool. This is why Marvel better is better to me, along with DC's movies recently sucking. <laughs> Hope oh, all no. is well. <laughs> Sorry, Wim. This wasn't for me, Wim. Send oh. your anger to Robert from Rancho. Hope all is well with everybody and have a great night. Robert from Rancho Cucamonga. By the way, Wim sent us a thing that said, hey, shout out to give a shout out to your favorite podcast. And he put at the Sith list. Go fuck yourselves. That's the one that, yes. I expect nothing less. That's I right. Know. Robert, you're absolutely right. Lorena doesn't give a shit about DC stuff either. And the Falcon Winter Soldier trailer came on, which we haven't even talked about. We'll talk about that in another episode. But she's looked at me and she goes, that looks really good. And I was like, oh, this DC's just killing it, man. They're winning over the fans. Wait, that- did you say DC is just yeah, killing it? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Marvel is just killing it. How DC is not. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even like quality of the actual shows, but just like that the tone is optimistic compared to yes. DC. Mm-hmm. That shit is a fucking drudge, dude. <laughs> I talked about that last week. I said, you know, everything's so dark because <laughs> DC's flagship character is Batman, and everything is yeah. raining, and in the in, it's at night. It's just horrible. I don't want to see Superman cry. Get out of here. <sighs> but I love lasers. DC. Also, he's trying DC red lasers, so. Randy. I'm an equal. I'm an equal comic. Laser tears. Equal uh, company lover here. I am. Yeah. We haven't even talked about trailer that for Snyder Cut. I'm gonna watch it. That's all I have to say. I'm gonna watch it and I'm gonna see how it is. Watch I got no. Four hours. Sure. Is a, four hours is a bit too much, though. They should have broken it down to a series. I don't know why they did it. Now this is Michael's questions and they're X Men questions. And after this, we're gonna get into our last thing we're gonna do is we're still not going to get to your boobage. No, no. Um, last thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about Chris Fresh's question that was on Twitter today. Email from Michael. And he had two questions. One, I jumped into the X-Men comics at the dawn of X and have been reading everything X-Men since on Marvel Unlimited. Can you get King Tom to break down Dawn of X? Also, do you think it would make it an interesting film or a series of films as part of the MCU? Two, what comics are you all currently subscribed to that you're currently reading. King Tom, you want to answer the uh, Dawn of X in a... Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Cliff, Cliff Notes version of it? For so 20 seconds or less. Or less for, yeah. Okay, for the last decade, Marvel kind of put the X-Men on the back burner because they wanted to focus on the Inhumans. So the X-Men basically got shit on and rebooted like every other year. Uh, then in 2019, they announced that Jonathan Hickman, who had done the Avengers Fantastic Four, a number of huge events for Marvel, was taking over the X-Men. And they they had a big storyline that was going on, stopped it, it or it, it ended, 
And then with basically no connection, um, the very next week, Marvel started two concurrently running miniseries, House of X and Powers of Ten. And I'm, I'm trying to think of the, the easiest way to – they didn't say exactly how they got from where they were before to here, uh, but it showed how the X-Men basically started a new nation for all mutants. So really, there are no more evil mutants or good mutants. There's just mutants, mutants. and they are all trying to establish this nation. And the the two series showed how they got it started and how they f- – faced their first human opponents, but also Powers of Ten dealt with the past of the mutants and possible futures. But it also revealed a few few huge things for the, the, the mutants, such as now they have figured out how to clone themselves, so if a mutant dies, they can come back to life basically where they left off. And secondly, that Moira McTaggart, who is previously thought to be human all along was what's less shaking his head. No, about. Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing oh, with you. Yeah. Okay. She was previously thought <laughs> yeah. and she is not. Yeah. yeah. She, <laughs> she was a mutant all along and it, it was like the big, Oh man. Like if you're a wrestling fan, it was Hulk Hogan turning on WCW and joining the NWO. She was a mutant all along with un possibly unlimited, but potentially limited, regeneration where she dies she's back in the womb and starting another life with complete memory of everything that happens and she is undetectable as a mutant and it it turned out that the powers of 10 series were alternate lives that that one went a hundred years into the future and the other went like a thousand years into the future and basically she lived out these lives just to see how to make the perfect setting timeline, for, mutant yeah, for mutants. Yeah. Timeline yeah. Setting, yeah. To yeah. avoid it like extinction, basically. Right. It was right. to avoid yeah. extinction. Yes. Living that life and trying a different variables to find out how they could get past this certain point in time. Yeah, exactly. And, she and tried it kept any new extinctions too, right? Yeah. Exactly. yeah Cause if they would yeah. fix one thing. A new thing would arise. Mm-hmm. Right. Like she one, she tried to work like seven amount of lives that she could go through. And yeah. every time she would ruin one, you're like, okay, so that's not the one. And it would get closer the as the clock would like get closer to zero. Fucking right. cool. Yeah, it, it, like she tried working with Magneto, she tried to work with Xavier, Apocalypse, and Apocalypse starts hanging out with them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, it's it's so you have to read those. It's six issues of each, and you kind of have to read them like one of one, one of the other. Yeah. But then they switch up. But it's just the reveals in it are so cool. So that was like summer of 2019 and then dawn of x essentially are the the six or eight titles that started after that where they relaunched all of the x-men um titles basically with the x-men working out of this island nation of theirs some are better than others i'm a big fan of marauders and x-force um the main x-men line is just like it's not necessarily a team book anymore it's like stories of the mutants. And then this, this summer they did a story that was a little bit confusing, but it ended up having some really cool payoffs, which was called X of swords, which dealt with the X-Men fighting these extra dimensional menaces. Wow. That was pretty amazing. Thank you. Tom. <laughs> that was as, sh- that was as short <laughs> as I could keep most it. Most gangster moment in that 
series too when he like tells the humans to fuck off oh yeah he's telling them the drugs that are supposed to allow them to yes. live longer, and he finally yes. like he's all we obviously you guys aren't going to work with us he's all i was going to give this to you but now you have to fucking buy it yeah, yeah. um and, and then, it's a drug that's that cures everything yeah, yeah. cancer alzheimer's disease uh the mutants have figured it out and yeah. professor x presents this and uh, one of the other things was that wakanda does not need <laughs> right it was it like gave the world like their their status on like what they want with the drugs like we don't need like, shit united states committed russia committed <laughs> you're uh england non-committal wakanda does not need anything like <laughs> does not need mutants or human or other drugs like it's like we're good we're yeah. wakanda and uh x of swords like i said that was the big storyline i think it ended in november and it was confusing as hell but the very last issue has a lando and the fleet showing up on exegol type of moment that like i was i was it was just a two-page spread i was so pumped for oh that's awesome question for you though don't they give dawn of x don't they throw out a bone with the island nations in one of the movies where fastbender is building that nation was it the last X-Men film? That, well, yeah. uh, it was, yeah. right? I've done that a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gen- Genosha is, it's, yeah. it's, it, first of all, Genosha is a very complicated uh, X-Men mm-hmm. thing. Um, so yeah. yes, is it a, its origins are very, very bad because it was a, it was a nation of slave, of enslaved yeah. mutants oh, who shit. were like mind wiped and then like programmed to do things. Right. Then Dawn of, then the, the new X thing tries to say, why don't we just take it over? There's many uprisings. They finally take it over. They run it to become a sovereign nation. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, if anything, that would be an homage to Asteroid M. Yeah, where mm-hmm. Magneto just took his took his shit to the space to space and just built an asteroid and built his headquarters there, and he had a, a mutant sanctuary there. Uh, oh, yeah, that's gotcha. what I would like it to more okay. than anything. And that that movie was made like years before. Dawn of X House oh, was yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, and the the other thing is like it didn't look well two other things first it looked like it was an island on a lake yeah. not like an <laughs> island in the ocean yeah. so mm. it was you know and secondly it looked like a really shitty dump and magneto <laughs> he, he's high class yeah you know asteroid right. m his his island in the atlantic in the early 80s these were like grand spectacle grand, type yes, places right. and this yeah. was just like a few shipping containers and mutant hobos it's like Caesar's Palace, and but he had, he was in Motel Six. It's like if yeah. Doctor Manhattan was having like visitors over to the moon, <laughs> like right. he would that shit up. He would have a look yeah, yeah. He would build a regal palace like with this, oh, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Everyone to have a bubble. Everyone. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, um, the uh, thing how they retell the uh, story from the all new X Men, how they retell the story of Krakoa. That mm-hmm. is freaking awesome. Yeah. That there was a third team. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a team that was sent in before the original X-Men that was just sent to die. Well, that that was from a storyline in the like probably about 15 years ago or so. De- oh, Deadly Genesis. I, oh, I thought that was Is from that, um Dawn. Because that went to the Krakoa stuff. Yeah, but they, yeah, they they mention it in oh, You mean going to no no no. You mean going to the building of Krakoa yeah. or going to the team that got left on Krakoa established two Krakoa to- is a it's place awesome. to live. Okay, that's yeah. Dawn of X stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, but and they and they mentioned the Deadly Genesis team as having realized that Krakoa is alive. That Krakoa yeah. was alive. Yeah, yeah, and needed help or was looking for help or something like that. Yeah, right. It's a big ass mutant island. 
<laughs> now, and that's where the mutants live now, Raj. So that's Krakoa because Genosha was a whole different thing. And Krakoa is their sovereign nation. That's what okay. they want to be built as the, the nation for mutants and all mutant kind right there. Mm-hmm. And what was the Genesis thing you said? The deadly Genesis ends up being that there's a third Summers brother. Um, Does Vulcan. he have an invisible touch? <laughs> I just no, need to run around in a line of confusion. I need to like running around in a line of confusion because we need to move on. So I need to throw that horrible joke in there. <sighs> Very for nice. All you millennials, that's the song by the group Genesis. <sighs> that's music that mommies and daddies listen to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so, well, you know, I looked at Boo and I said, this is awesome. You guys were geeking out at X-Men. Michael, thank you for that question. Randy steps in. This was just like, I was like playing Pong back and forth. It was awesome. I love it. <laughs> love listening to you guys geek out about X-Men. Now it's time to end the podcast with something that came up today. Les, can you explain to our audience um, what happened on Twitter today? Well, Mr. Chris Fresh. Our friend. Uh, retweeted a tweet. And I'll get to it. So ultimately the tweet, the, the tweet was asking for you to keep three and the rest leave. And it was uh, basically all the cartoons say, uh, for, save for a few from our childhood, specifically my childhood, for sure. Each and every one of these shows holds something dear to me. Now you want, do you want to read off these shows really quickly? So people um, yeah, so we got uh, the Ninja Turtles. We have DuckTales. We also have, the Jetsons, Thundercats, we have Super Friends, the Snorks, for those of us that are, uh, you should know who that is, okay, uh, Voltron, Care Bears, yes, Re- uh, Rescue Rangers, the real Ghostbusters, then there's oh, Inspector man, man. Gadget, Transformers, He-Man, Masters of the Universe, Mask, um, what is that one? Mask. 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 Uh, what is that? Something Poland puppies? Pound pound puppies. Pound puppies. Garfield and Friends. They were popular in Poland. I don't know. Garfield and Friends. Heathcliff. GI yeah. Joe. The okay. Flintstones and the Smurf. What one thing I have to say? You said real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters are the movie Ghostbusters. This is the Hanna Barbera Ghostbusters. Thank you. Thank you. <gasps> the one with based on. <gasps> the <gasps> shitty seventies show. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. You're. <laughs> and right. I don't know. You're right, but damn it! For a while, that I remember as a kid, they had like the the two shows were going at it because there was a cartoon version of Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Also. Yeah, yeah, and, and I don't I get why that's them. not on here. I don't get well. There's a lo- there's some other ones that aren't on there too. So first of mm-hmm. all, I go ahead and retweet. Not fair, fresh. This right. uh, you will not take any. I'm not just going to give up my whole childhood like that. I'm taking it all. <laughs> I'm taking it all. I'm keeping the whole damn page. Okay. And Fresh got upset and said, no, you can't play. You T-tagged me. He's like, can you please tell Les that you... <laughs> I hope he't... he's not upset. I wasn't upset. I was no, doing upset. Suggest. No, but I told but him, this is, what, this is what he does every week on Naboo. He, oh, he says, I, I do this on Naboo? What do every, I do? Boo. You don't, you don't you, play. You don't play. Every week, you go like this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to step out of I'm this out. one. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to let well, the other okay. guys... I, I saved up my gaming points to grab the bull by the horns on this one. You did it. You You didn't answer it. Yeah, I did answer it. I'm taking them all because here's what needs to happen. We need to (laughs) rebuke right there. We we need to start rebuking these people that put stuff like that out there. It's not Chris It's not Chris Chris We need to start putting the people that put that damn page together to put it on the internet in the first place. That meme and say you can only keep three. The rest got to go. Are you kidding me? No. 
They all they should right all be here to stay. What are you talking? No, 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 no. Each and every no, one I'm of those things. Pick three, and I want to pick my three first, and we're going to go oh, down the line. Can when I, you geez. when you choose not to decide, you still have made. A oh, Eric, you just gave me mm-hmm. a. Uh, I went six to twelve real quick. How dare people try to do something thought provoking and funny? Oh my Damn god! Them. I that know, right? Because if I pick, those really are going to disappear <laughs> forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so just like you, just is that same reasoning. So why can't I just pick? I I don't care, man. I'm gonna what? transcend Humanity. the game. I'm gonna transcend the game, At and I'm taking them all. <laughs> Find out which three you like the most. This is Les's internal Naboo right now. Yeah, no, <laughs> I this got is, it. This is, he's not booing himself. I, just, I can't do this to myself. Right. Please, and, and, and I know everybody else may be able to have choices, but I really, really can't. Yeah, okay, easy. honest to God, I can't. Okay, oh, let me give you my choices. Les will, will play your game here. <laughs> Uh, I will pick Voltron 100%, um, He-Man, and, uh, no, what did I, yeah, Voltron, He-Man, G.I. Joe, done. I, it's hard for me not to pick Transformers, but, hmm. but it is what That it means is. you watched more Voltron than Transformers. Yes, I did. Yeah. You're way more invested in that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Randy, you're next. He-Man, Ninja Turtles, Inspector Gadget. Oh, Inspector Gadget's great too. Inspector Gadget. I'm just judging it purely by the ones that I had the most fun watching. Okay. See? Uh, see? I, I really see just pulling said? puppies though. Popping up. Popping up. Popping up. Great. Pulling puppies really brings yeah, me back. Puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Strong. Boo. It has to be uh trans- Boo, these are all cartoons. I you know, I I've seen most of these. I I, I was a oh. I was a big Hanna Barbera huh. kid. Right. Okay, okay, okay. It was Cartoon Network and then the uh, the other channel. <laughs> so it has to be Transformers, DuckTales. Oh, good one. After that, it gets a little tough. Garfield's all right. I need a review I, of every I, single one, boo. I'd probably say Thundercats. Thundercats? I was never a huge Thundercats guy. I thought Thundercats. Animation was cool. Yeah, yeah. animation was really cool. I respected it. But yeah. Never got into it. Respected. I mean, I respected the enemy. As a kid, he was like, I respect this. Yeah. yeah. Just like Dragon's Lair and Space Ace hated the games, but I respected them. Taking all my fucking money every fucking day. King Tom, go ahead. Okay. See, I, I like less. I hate these types of things. You can, oh, you got to sit at this table. You can only choose three or whatever. I'll, I'll play. Okay. G.I. <laughs> Joe, Transformers, Voltron. But th- that that's my <laughs> my main answer. But here's the thing. Can you put up the graphic again? Because yeah. I want I to do something. Okay. G.I. Joe and Transformers. G.I. So <laughs> Joe and Transformers, they crossed over. They took place in the same universe. So that's the same show. Voltron was about robots, just like Transformers. So G.I. Joe, Transformers, Voltron, that's all one sh- show. So I'm taking that. DuckTales <laughs> and Rescue Rangers also took place in the same universe. So only King take Tom that. would fucking intertwine this like this. Puppies are all about animals. So that's that's a third one that takes place in a shared universe. So I'm picking those three groupings. So you don't care about Jetsons at all? I don't care about what? No, I don't care about fuck the Jetsons. <laughs> fuck the Jetsons. <laughs> fuck the Jetsons. <laughs> you and your flying cars and your Suitcase cars. So wait, everything labeled to boo the game. Did he just no, not no, boo no. the game? That's essentially what no. I just heard right now. Is that he's he complaining not boo you, damn much. No, 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 so no, 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 no. not booing it. Uh, no, 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 no. I took, I took eight total. There not you go. Booing it. 
<laughs> not booing it would be like, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to take this made-up show. Okay, yeah, so that's what never existed. I'm going to not boo the shit out of this thing by taking the shows that they didn't include on this list. Uh, Silverhawks is go. one of them. Silverhawks is good. Silverhawks is one of them. There was a little show called Brave Star. Please, old people my age, tell me you remember that show. What, what were you going to say there, <laughs> The cowboy, right? Yes. The, yeah. the Native American cowboy who yeah. had... His horse was named Thirty Thirty, who whipped out a shotgun and was like a legit like sidekick. Yes, Brave Star. Sick. Thank God, GoBots wasn't on this. They were GoBots. You know what? And I'm telling you right now, the GoBots. GoBots is not on here, and shame on them for not putting at least those three on there. I would have fully participated, full to the rules. But I will pick three just because I'm a good sport, and I'm going to take about time. Wow, that took a while. I'm going to take for you to come around. Okay. I'm actually going to go by the ones that I had toys of. So I'm going to take Thundercats. Peach I'm going to take Pound Puppies because I did have the put. I did have the toys. Yes, I did. Same. Poland. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I I who was the lead character? It's a it was a a browner like black puppy like Scruffy black, Scruffy from uh don't do that. But anyways, so I got Thundercats, Pound Puppies, and then I will take Ducktales just because. Wow, those are three I would not have. I wouldn't didn't think you're out of Transformers and all that stuff. Oh well, I, I like I said, it took them all. But you're the wrong. Why I take Ducktales like. is because Ducktales introduced Launchpad McQuack. So yeah, I'm gonna not boo this thing, and I'm gonna pick oh. Thundar the Barbarian. Yes, Battle yes! of the Planets yes! and Johnny Quest. Yes, are those all three like spinoffs on these things? No, those are no, no, no. They're just all the dopest <laughs> cartoons uh, of all time. Yes, uh, <laughs> dude, Did Thundar he? the Barbarian was like pretty dark and <sighs> really good, man. Yeah, good times. And Battle of the Planets, if you guys don't, Battle if you're not aware of cool. what that is, yeah, you have I do, to look man. that up. G-Force? Yep. Yeah. Does anyone remember Bionic 6? Yes! See? Okay. I love Keep that show. Forever, dude. Bionic okay. 6 was great, dude. Widget. And please tell I, me you remember that cur- that cartoon, Widget the World Watcher? Oh, yeah. dude. Denver the Last Dinosaur? Dog, don't I remember that. Brooklyn, dude. <laughs> Someone got me a Bionic <laughs> 6. Die, dude. Don't do it. I got a Bionic 6 action figure. And those things were half die cast, cast metal. You yes. could kill someone with those things. <laughs> yes. Oh, Lord. So, okay. So, so out of this list, I would pick uh, Voltron for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the Flintstones. No, yeah. Forget about that. And uh, honestly, it's a tie between DuckTales and G.I. Joe. Can't I can't trim it down? Probably GI Joe just because of how it was more influential on me. Yeah, me too. That's why I picked GI Joe over Transformers. I had more GI Joe stuff than Transformers stuff. Flintstones and Jetsons are another one. You just match those up. Yep, they're in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Are they? Yeah, yeah Dude, because the alien and they, they cro- cause, and yeah, they crossed over. They, yeah, they crossed yeah, over they, too. Oh, did they? So it, in in the Flintstones, I'll tell you. I'll may I'll keep it quick. There's an episode where vampires move in uh-huh. next door. I remember. And when I was a kid, I had the most vivid dream. It was in the middle of the day, and we were watching the Flintstones, and that vampire jumps out of the TV into my house. Holy shit. And my mom is like, hurry, go hide in your bed. <laughs> and I go rushing in there, and we had I had a bunk bed in my room, even though it was just me. And I climb up on the top bunk, and my sheets were short-sheeted. So like I couldn't get them oh. up over my head, and I can hear that guy. And his stupid bleh hey, voice coming down I'm the hall. I, I was petrified that this cartoon was going to come in and murder me. 
So yeah, Flintstones all the way. Wow. Baby. <laughs> I remember all the parents when we were kids thought the uh, Dungeons and Dragons cartoon was satanic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. because it yeah. was. One of my buddies, his mom was like cussing us because we were wa- we were playing Dungeons and Dragons, and she's like, "If you if you don't stop, that game is terrible. It promotes violence." And he said, "If you say that one more time, I'm going to kill you." <laughs> nice. <laughs> Check and check there. Yeah. <laughs> he's he was he's a hilarious dude. Man. That's beautiful. That's is awesome. that kid alive? Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, his mom was hard of hearing, right? Oh. And we were in this restaurant and he's at one end of the table. There's six kids and then like me and my sister. And he's got this bottle of ketchup and he's hitting the bottom of it and she's screaming at him from the other end of the table. Like everybody in the restaurant's looking at us. Oh. And she goes, Kevin use your knife so he picks up a knife and starts tapping the back of the ketchup oh, bottle oh, with it oh, looking at her it's oh, <laughs> awful I dude, never, he was man. my king. mom would have buried that ketchup bottle up my ass dude. <laughs> he was <laughs> really the king, man. she'd have been like we just dump you out dude instead of the ketchup bottle oh shit out of me dude. i would have uh, tapped Kevin looked at Michael. her she'd have been like oh across that table like that vampire from your nightmare dude <laughs> Blah, blah. <laughs> I wish I could name the episode. Blah. <laughs> be awesome. Well, you know what, Chris Fresh, thank you for starting that. And Les, actually, thank you for not answering those questions to make this thing happen. Uh, that was a lot of fun, man. That was a, that was a blast from our past. Just, just think of all the cartoons they left off of that list, though, man. That's still Jim. Yes, Jim and the holograms. Big, uh, Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines. Oh yeah. Come on, That's man. Right. There's a whole block, dude. This is just Space crazy. Ghost. Robotech's not on Howard, that list. Soldiers of oh, the Robotech. Robotech, yeah. Robotech's not on there. Captain Pla- Captain who? Captain Power. Captain Power was the one hey. where you had to sync your toy up, and yeah. you had the, the glasses and the laser gun, and he shot at you. They sh- Yes. Oh. When it hit hit him, he, he would fly out of the cockpit? Yes. You get the you got the videos with the toys, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legit. Pirates of Darkwater? Darkwater. Wow, dude. What about Street Sharks? Blackwater? Darkwater? It was... It was on uh, ABC for like one year. Yes. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember that one. Yeah, it was on that Saturday morning block. Dude, we can yeah. do Saturday mornings alone. Or how about they the All Star, the sports, the sports All Star, yeah, WrestleMania one. But the whole Hulk Hogan's versus- Rock and Wrestling. Oh, remember man. they also had one with with Bo Jackson and Wayne Gretzky. Sports stars. Sports stars. Yeah. Oh, Bo Jackson could do everything. Yeah, he's like, yeah, exactly. Bo That's knows. Was, they they Bo would knows. look at him. He'd have the heroic moment. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky had the mullet. It was, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I think we should end it on that one. Yeah. That was awesome. Well, thank you, guys. It, that was, uh, this has been a fun episode. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Blast from the past. We got a little argument in the beginning, and we came all the way full circle back to, like... Another argument? Another argument. <laughs> a, a fun-filled <laughs> argument. Man. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Le Judiche. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you don't want people to know where the hell you're at. That's I'll be right. Camp Candy. Camp Candy. <laughs> really appreciate you coming by, man. And please, the door is always open for you. You're always welcome here. Anytime you want to come on, you just give me a ring and say, hey, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Of course. I just, just say, hey, man. Don't say anything else. <laughs> Mr. Les Gonzalez, where can people find you? You can find me rigging the game on Twitter at lessonmore 78 <laughs> You can also find me here on the Sith List, uh, hanging out with a bunch of awesome people. Oh, and then you could uh, find, if you're looking on YouTube, you could find myself and Araj doing reaction videos, breakdowns, and other things on the system. Mr. Carlos Borgway, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at the Sith List Boo, with my <laughs> growing, growing amounts of boo bits. 
my my sack is rainfully. Randy, we do this thing called Boo Bits, where Boo gives us the whole breakdown of like the week's, um, you know, pop culture stuff. Yeah, and he he it's tidbits, but he's been holding his Boo Bits in for a good like month, so he's been in pain. Fiber, yeah, he needs fiber. Yeah, they're turning purple. Oh, yeah, not even blue anymore. They're purple. Purple bits. Purple bits. It hurts. Mr. Chansky carrying these things around. What? You're sitting on them right now, actually. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Chansky, where can people find you? You can find me summarizing major comic book storylines in three sentences or less. Hmm. I am on Twitter at Tom Chansky. I have uh, recently done guest spots for uh, with Sal Perales on the Rogue Rebels. We talked about the uh, mainline Star Wars comic book run. And then I also did an uh, episode of That Geek Pod with Catherine Neen. Yeah, I saw uh, that. We just talked about a bunch of random stuff, had fun. And then I'm also on Patreon shows for Blue Harvest, The Bad Motivators, and Steel Wars. You're like doing the junket right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the work. You are Don't doing mind. the work. It's, 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 it's like talking with friends, so it's fun. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, check, yeah, definitely check those out. And yeah, especially Sal. I haven't heard, listened to the Sal one, but I can't wait. And then the Catherine one was fantastic. So yeah, well done. Thank you. Mr. Strathers, where can people find you? Uh, streaming on Twitch at Eric Strathers and on Twitter at Eric Strathers. Playing a bunch of Red Dead, man. If you want to posse up, hit me. Hit me, hit me. Word One on the street time. is you and Moon have just been going at it. Dude, it has been. That guy is a psycho. <laughs> Super <laughs> nice dude, but you cross him. <laughs> this dude was griefing us yesterday. We end up, we got the best of him. I mean... I'm surprised he didn't give up. There was four guys in my posse versus him. He started it. Tracy gets his body, takes it on a tour of like taking pictures of it after he throws it on a fire, takes it several places. And he's looking for the guy on Xbox live so he can send him the pictures. I'm like, my man, (laughs) damn, don't cross it in. (laughs) Damn, Tracy. And you can find me at the Sithless. And like Les said, I'll be, we'll be doing some breakdowns of WandaVision and we'll be doing reaction videos with King Tom. Or vice versa, actually. He's doing breakdowns and I'm doing reaction videos with Les. And uh, we'll catch you next week on episode number 238 of The Sith
Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 237 of The Sith uh, List. I'm just going to use that, by the way. You should. You got to carry it through. You got to carry it. Anyhow, let's do this thing. All right.